1999, NICEMARC conducted a study of how many children went missing, and it totaled to roughly about 292,000 by the end of that year. However, fast forward to 2019, the FBI statistics state that almost a half a million children have been reported missing at the end of the calendar year. Now, where are all the children going, you may ask? Many of them are ending up as sexual slaves, and we're going to dive deep into the rabbit hole of pedophilia normalization, how it is a powerhouse hiding in plain blind sight, giving you some cold hard statistics, info about the Casapia case, and how this is the real pandemic that the mainstream media refuses to speak about. Stay tuned for the next episode of Rondell's Unpopular Opinion. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Anchor. Welcome to Spotify. Welcome to Apple. Wherever you're getting it from, it doesn't matter as long as you're getting it, right? You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. And make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. Before we even get into the topic of conversation today, I want to shout out every single last one of you guys that are listening to this podcast, because you know what? Do you know what? You're bomb as fuck. That's what. And the reason why you're bomb is because you are the reason why I was able to make it to 1,000 streams and downloads on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. So major shout out to everybody who supports this podcast. You guys do not know how much it means to me. A lot of these, you know, topics that I I talk about are very red pill. They are very uh, deep. They're very dark. Okay, and um, it it takes a lot. Being woke is not easy, all right? It's not easy on your mental. It's not easy on your spiritual. When you realize what we are dealing with out here and you look at things through your spiritual eye, okay? Um, It it, is just, you see everything different. Nothing is ever the same. Um, Like I said, I've I've been on a journey of learning truth for, for a very long time for, I'm going to say probably like maybe seven years or so. Um, but, but this year was a great awakening. And if I, if I told you anything different, I'd be lying. Okay. Um, a lot of things I am desensitized to a lot of things that my followers, my listeners are sensitive to. Honestly, I'm not the information. I'm not, nothing shocks me anymore. Um, when you know, how wicked these people are these these demonic forces that we're battling out here it's more than covid it's more than it is just it runs so deep and i i just feel really sorry for people who don't have any spiritual dimension i i really do um i say constantly all the time that you know we have to pray for discernment we have to really pray for discernment and we have to pray for God to, to open our hearts and to open our minds. Okay. Um, but I tell you this, once you learn, you cannot unlearn. So I'm telling you guys right now to tread very carefully listening to this podcast, because the things that I'm going to reveal to you, you're not going to be able to wrap your mind around it. So I want you to, to, to cognitively digest that. I want you guys to be ready for the things that I'm about to share because it's not going to be easy. Um, this podcast is for the thinkers. It's not for people who want to tune into mainstream media 24 seven and consume, uh, American mainstream and 
believe everything to be fact. They don't want to question anything. I am not for you. All right. You're here. If you're one of those people when you're here, I don't know why. And I will honestly just back the fuck up and just exit out. All right. Shout out to you for getting this far because you gave me a, a stream. All right. But the type of stuff that I'm going to get into, I'm telling you now, it's very hard to hear. All right. Now, with that being said, we're going to just jump straight into it. You heard the intro. All right. Um, that, you know, within 20 years, the numbers have pretty much doubled and, and our children being unaccounted for, you know, um, and this is not a problem that's only limited to the United States. This is a problem that is a worldwide pandemic. This is the real pandemic that the mainstream does not want to talk about. And the reason why the mainstream does not want to talk about this is because the mainstream media is controlled by the individuals who are a part of this behavior. All right. So they're not going to feed this to you. You're going to have Chris Cuomo on CNN pretty much telling you that no one should be paying attention to the Jeffrey Epstein call log because his brother's name was actually in the fucking call log. So he doesn't want you to look into it. They want to tell you that it's illegal to look at this stuff when the FBI and all forms of federal government are putting the information out there for you to know. All right. The thing is, they know you're not going to read anything because they know that they control you, right? So like I said, I feel really sorry for those type of people. And if you're one of those people who think that the, the mainstream American media is Bible, I'm not for you. I'm not for you. Now, about a few days ago, I did a podcast on uh, NAMBLA, which is a very prominent uh, pro pedophilia organization and the normalization of pedophilia. Right. And we spoke about NAMLA actually being an organization that was, you know, established in the 1970s. Right. So when you hear stuff like that, you kind of really want to ask yourself, how long has this been going on where these pro pedophilia entities have been trying to basically normalize this type of behavior, right? Um, I, I will say this, when you think about, um, you know, as far as around the time of Woodstock being initiated, right? And you think of the Beatles and the frequency of the music and Woodstock and um, the use of, you know, LSD and psychedelics, you know, mind control, that stuff is real. I don't know why people don't think that it is, right? Um, hallucinogenics and all that other type of stuff. Um, people really started, uh, going off of the deep end, right? It, it, it basically, I believe that is when the, 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 the white liberal that Malcolm X warned us about really, um, begin to fester, so to speak, um, during that time, because it's like, once you're at that point, what is it that you will not conceive right within your mind? Now that was around, you know, the 1960s, right? And now fast forward to the 1970s, we have NAMLA coming about trying to basically normalize pedophilia, um, by, you know, these white liberals, I'm going to keep it straight like that. I don't consider myself red or blue. You know what I'm saying? I'm for truth. And I got to call it like it is. These people are not conservative. They're not. 
Um, these liberals, these white liberals that Malcolm X warned you about in the sixties, um, started pushing pedophilia in the seventies. All right. And it was not only NAMBLA. I named a few organizations within the United States in the previous podcast. Okay. But this is a worldwide problem. I believe I said in the last podcast that Germany had the most, um, pro pedophilia organizations. These are, you know, entities that really are pushing this. This is a worldwide issue. All right. I'm going to hit you with some, some statistics here before I get into my opinion of, of what's going on. Right. So basically here are some facts about pedophilia that you may not have known. All right. Number one, there are networks that link these organizations together from around the globe. Right. I believe IPC is one of them. All right. Um, there are networks in place to link these organizations together. All right. Um, the United States has several, you know, excluding NAMBLA, you know, and I spoke about those in, in the last podcast, project truth, child sensuality, uh, uh, project or something like that. The CSC, um, I, I forgot the other names of them, but you can go back to them. There's four major prominent ones, but there's many within the United States that are not being spoken about. A lot of them are headquartered out of New York. A lot of them are headquartered in California. What are the fucking odds? Right now, another thing that actually came across my timeline today on Facebook via the BBC, but I'm going to tell you that the legal age to consent for sexual acts in France was lowered to the age of 15. All right. So a grown ass person can go and have sex with a child that is 15 years old. And it is law that they can do that. All right. So the age of consent got lowered in 2018 back in France. Look it up. It is now law. The BBC reported on this, um, for some reason now with everything going on with, you know, child sex trafficking coming, um, to, to head now in 2020, these type of, you know, articles are starting to circulate back around Facebook. They're not hard to find. Okay. And the BBC wrote about it and spoke about it back in 2018. All right. Another fact the pro pedophilia organization called Pi, all right? The 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 you you know what's so funny? Well, not even funny, but notice how these individuals who are into this type of behavior follow a certain pathology, right? Associating the anatomy of the female genitalia to food, right? Um, the, the, the female genitalia is the shape of a triangle. So that's why we have what's called pizza gate, right? Because pizza is representative in the shape of a triangle. It's representative of the female anatomy, right? Female anatomy. You got to excuse me because I'm tired because I'm also a manager and I work all day. I come home to a little girl myself. Okay. I'm a mom. And I I say, you know, I got to get these, you know, 
these podcasts out. So I'm praying for strength to even get through this, um, regurgitating this information back to you. So it's crazy how the, these sick individuals align food and the shapes of food to the anatomy of genitalia. All right. Pie, hot dogs, ice cream, right? Um, sauce, right? All of these are code words. Look into Joe Biden, Huma Abedin, uh, Chrissy Teigen, right? They use these code words. You can go to Joe Biden's, uh, bio right now on, on Twitter. You will see that he tells you that he is a lover of ice cream. He's not talking about real ice cream. Okay. He's talking about boy prostitutes. The FBI has already said this is a, a code word for a boy prostitute, right? <laughs> anyway, right? So Pi, which is a pro pedophilia organization, was founded in 1977, just like NAMLA, around the same time. Look at the timeline, all right? And was able to exist in plain blind sight. All right. Now, Keith Hose was one of the pie leaders during the 1970s. And he was quoted in a newspaper actually saying, quote unquote, I am a pedophile. I'm attracted to boys from 10, 11 and 12 years of age. And I may have had sexual relations with children, but it would be unwise to say, you know why he said that shit? Because back then. All right. A lot of members within the LGBTQ community were coming out and they were speaking out against, you know, the infiltration of pedophiles infiltrating the LGBTQ movement. All right. Um, I spoke about that in the NAMLA, um, and the normalization of pedophilia podcast where, you know, a group of lesbian women have band together and they were really trying to get Namla shut the fuck down. So a lot of people within the LGBTQ community were standing up to this. Um, you know, and back then it was a secret, you know, it, it, it was, it was a secret, but we're going to get into some more, um, statistics here. Okay. We're, we're going to get into them. Um, it's like, you can't make this shit up. All right. Now get this. Most of the pro pedophilia organizations in America are tax exempt. So they're most likely registered, um, as 501c3s, 501c4s, nonprofit organizations, right? Like they out here really doing something for the, for the good of humanity. (laughs) Okay. And one of them for example, is, uh, prostasia. I'm I'm assuming I'm saying it right. P R O S T A S I A. All right. And they are from California. What are the odds, right? Um, these heavily democratic States, we already know what a lot of the Democrats are into. They're into this shit. I got to call it like I see it. And that's not to say Republic Republicans ain't into it either. All right. But when I mean to tell you that the Democrats have had the sex trafficking pedophilia game on lock, they have had it on lock. They have been the, the leaders of this. Now, 
it is it was said back in um the post millennial article in 2018 that this organization was noted for being tax free all right paying no taxes these people are not only preying on children they're getting a tax break to fucking do it you know it, it's it's crazy now what we're also going to get into is we're going to get into unesco right because a lot of people don't know what unesco is but unesco is actually um this is another fact that unesco is actually acronym for united nations education scientific cultural organization all right and they have been around for 74 years they're headquartered in france and in the late 1990s they began to see a rise in child sex trafficking and pornography via the internet and decided to stand up to it all right so now we're about let's say almost 20 years into the fuckery and the bullshit right of these uh pro pedophilia entities and this movement really trying to pick up steam right despite how many people keep trying to step on their fucking neck so i have mentioned the united nations before prior right and we're gonna speak more on unesco later on in this podcast but basically in uh, initially right in the beginning right in the early uh well in the late 1990s when they started to see when the internet started to advance so did child sex trafficking and pornography they stated that we cannot allow pedophilia pornography and child prostitution to pervert these uh routes of liberty all right they said that that was a quote in a conference um It, it it was just really crazy really really crazy how unesco kind of really ran down on this in the uk and um british police had stated back then that an investigated uh an investigation was coordinated with 12 countries um and ha- they have recovered a hundred thousand pornogra- uh pornographic images of children as young as two years old from one u.s-based pedophile club on the internet um, you know, and law enforcement was pretty much stating back then that the content, uh, would absolutely turn the stomach of any right minded person. It's disgusting stuff. And police raided 15 addresses in Britain back then. And similar suits were made in Australia, Austria, Belgium, Finland, France, Germany, Italy, Norway, Portugal, Sweden, and the U S all right but you know in every organization there's always bad apples to spoil the bunch all right so we're gonna get into unesco we're gonna get into portland and we're gonna get into casa peel which is actually a school or institution in portugal all right i don't know if i said portland but we're gonna get into unesco portugal and casa because if you have not heard of this I'm here to tell you that this gets crazy. So let's get into what happened with the Casapia sex scandal. Okay, so if many of you guys do not know what Casapia was, we're gonna get into it because honestly speaking, I didn't even know what the hell Casapia was. And I definitely do need to find my glasses because you know I'm blind as a bat. <laughs> 
I'm I'm blind as a bat. And if I can't find them, guess what? We're going to have to zoom in on it, okay? Because I did take some notes. I did go over this, all right? And um, th this was definitely a hard pill to swallow. So a lot of this is coming from, from Wikipedia. A lot of this stuff is coming also from, you know, articles that I have read. Now, Casapia was essentially... Um, the, the, the scandal around it was centered around child sexual abuse. We're just going to keep it straight up and keep it all the way real and funky. And this case was a child abuse, uh, a child sexual abuse case involving a number of children and employees at Casapia. All right. And Casapia is considered what Wikipedia calls a Portuguese state run institution for the education and support of poor children and underage orphans. All right. Now, I don't know if you guys seen that, uh, video that was going around of the ex former or the former, uh, CIA agent where he basically said orphans are huge, huge targets. They are prey. All right. They are gold. And the reason why is because they don't have anybody protecting them. They don't have anyone standing up for them. They don't really have anybody looking out for them. They don't have any parents, right? They don't have much family. Um, it went on to state when I did my research that Portuguese judiciary police officials estimated that more than 100 boys and girls of the 4,600 students enrolled in Casapia at the time, including deaf students and mute students may have been sexually abused throughout several decades. Let, let's pick that apart real quick. Let, let's pick that apart. So not only are you going after children, right? You're going after children who are orphaned that have no one, right? Think about the psychological damage that puts on a child. And not only are you doing that, you're also targeting children who can't speak their pain, who can't cry out, who can't hear the frequencies around them. Do you know how evil that is? You cannot, and this is why I tell y'all, this is spiritual warfare because there's no way anyone human can be doing this and seek pleasure from it. You, you can't do, you, there's no way you can be in your right mind. No way. And the crazy thing, speaking about being in the right mind, I found it crazy that Tom Hanks, and I also did a podcast on this too, that Tom Hanks took his ass over to Greece because they consider pedophilia to be a, a mental uh, a disability where you can claim federal benefits from, or you can try to. The, the people had to fight for that, to throw that all the way up out of here. But the government sees this as something that you should reap incentive from. You know, it, it's really honestly ridiculous. All right. The scandal involved several prominent men, including TV presenter Carlos Cruz, former Casapia governor. All right. Because Casapia is a city in Portugal. Right. The governor, Manuel Abrantes. <laughs> then you wonder why it's not far fetched to know that Jeffrey Epstein's 
ring was international and involved people like Prince Andrew. Do you see this shit? Do you hear what's going on? Right? But Jeffrey Epstein five years ago was a conspiracy theory. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to continue. All right? And a former UNESCO ambassador, Jorge Rito. Right? Now, like I said, we were going to get back into UNESCO, right? Because initially, UNESCO started out pure, you know? And, of course, you always get infiltrated. You always, I, I tell, I say this I feel like I say this shit every podcast that every movement has some sort of infiltration, some type of snake in the grass, bad apples that spoil you the fucking bunch, right? So former UNESCO ambassador Jorge Rito, all right, was involved in this too. And a trial, uh, came about and was one of the longest running in Portuguese history, lasting more than five years with testimony from more than eight hunted witnesses and experts y'all y'all but where was this shit on the fucking news in america where was it because i didn't see it i didn't see it and it goes on to state that on september the 3rd 2010 carlos cruz carlos silvino hugo marcal manuel abrantes right the former governor Ferreira Denise and Jorge Rito were convicted and sentenced up to 18 years in prison due to crimes occurring within the late 1990s and early 2000s. This was the first time an institution, an institutional sex abuse scandal had been taken to court in Portugal. Can you imagine what was going on before this? The scandal of alleged sexual abuse at the state-run Casapia orphanages resurfaced when several former orphanage children came forward with accusations of abuse. The accusations linked some politicians, some diplomats, and media celebrities, all of whom were alleged to have conspired in a pedophilia ring that had operated for fucking decades. The scandal broke in September of 2002 when the mother of an alleged victim known as Joelle complained of abuse. See what I'm saying? I got to take a parent. Complained of abuse by the staff at the Casapia house. Former Casapia children came forward to publicly accuse several employees of sexual abuse. The weekly magazine Visayo reported that a Portuguese diplomat, Jorge Rito, was removed from his post as consul in Stuttgart after German authorities complained to Lisbon about his involvement with an underage boy in a public park? (sighs) I feel like a fucking alien. I, I, I feel like every day when I wake up that I don't belong here. I like, I, I, I really feel like some sort of extraterrestrial, like something is wrong with me because this shit is literally, it, it, it's, it's not rocket scientists. Like it, it's all right there and people just don't give a 
fuck. People don't care because the people who control them and con- they, all, all the shit that they consume tells them not to care, right? We don't have these conversations, but we argue about who's best dressed on the fucking red carpet. These are the type of conversations we've been having, worshiping and idolizing celebrities over the past 20 years. It, it, it's it's like who gives a fuck excuse my french for all you know my church folks that's listening i'm i'm sorry y'all y'all know i love jesus and i curse a lot but you know it's just there, there's no there's no other words to conceptualize to describe this demonic disgusting wickedness We're, we're going to top this off because it, it, it gets, it gets, it, it's more, it, it's, it's more. All right. And I'm probably going to do one more podcast on this entire, uh, um, uh, rabbit hole. All right. With another case that took place back in the 1980s, right here in the States in California. I'm not going to touch on that right now, because if I touch on that, this podcast will run an hour, maybe 90 minutes. A lot of y'all like hearing me talk. I personally don't have the energy for it. I'm going to be, I'm going to be straight up. Cause that right there. Let's get back to Casapia. The Casapia child sex abuse trial started in 2004. Again, where was the mainstream coverage? Again, maybe I missed something. I was in high school, right? But I still read the news in high school. I didn't see any of this shit in 2004. All right. The trial started. Carlos Cruz published a book, right? Of personal reflections called Preso 374. The final allegations formally scheduled for October of 2008 in Lisbon, which is basically, I believe, the capital of of Portugal, were postponed several times. Of course, because this is what they do. This is what they do. Oh, we're going to put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off, right? Until people just forget about it. No. No. Absolutely the fuck not. All right. Um, the country's justice system often accused of being excruciatingly slow. Sounds familiar, right? Like the U S of a is believed by some opinion makers, such as journalists and Catalina Pristina, former head of Casapia to be vulnerable to external pressures of well-connected personalities and the possibility of corrupting external interference has been considered a real danger. According to those critics, they fear that even if Carlos Silvino, the Casapia driver whose initial trial had been postponed twice is found guilty, better connected abusers might go free. All right. Now on September 3rd of 2010, Carlos Cruz obtained seven years. Carlos Silvino, 18 years. Hugo Mocal, three. Oh, excuse me. He got six years, two months. I told you, I don't even know what my goddamn glasses are. I really don't. Manuel Abrantes, five years, nine months. Bitch, you was the governor of, of, of the city of Casapia. You should have got the most. You should have got the, the, the 18 years. All right, five years, nine months. Ferreira Denise, 
seven years, and Jojerito got six years and eight months, were convicted on charges of pedophilia and other crimes occurring in the late 1990s and early 2000s. The full ruling, which allegedly runs to nearly 2,000 pages. Who that sound like? What this sound like? Don't this sound like the Epstein docs? Was due to the release was due to be released i'm sorry on september 8th of 2010 however it was delayed several times to wait and due to a microsoft word glitch get the fuck out of here on september 13 2020 the full ruling containing the verdict was released and according to the chief prosecutor miguel matias the victims were pleased with the outcome. The court ruling was hailed as a victory by those fighting for Casapia's children's rights in Portugal, such as Pedro Namora, uh, a former student at Casapia and now a lawyer who publicly supports victims, and Catalina Prestana, who was head of Casapia during the period when some of the cases were made public in the early 2000s. Y'all. You can't make it up. You can't make it up. You, 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 you really, you really cannot make it up. It is honestly, you gotta be a true descendant of wickedness to do this there's no other way to describe it okay and, and this is what what I, I i really this this is what i i really like it is it's so hard to to formulate the words to conceptualize and conceive the, the right words right to articulate this because every time i talk about this i feel like steve wilkos if you ever watch steve wilkos i actually went to a taping of steve wilkos and how he throws a fucking chair it makes me want to throw it really makes me want to throw a chair jesus used to flip tables and it makes me want to flip a table it just it just does it, it really really does let me tell you something this is nothing new these are very demonic people they tap into very demonic entities all right um i i didn't spoke about the book of thelema by alistair crowley teaching you teaching you literally teaching you how to, to pray on on children alistair crowley participated in i believe over 150 child sacrifices if you google this man you will literally feel the chills running down your spine because alistair crowley looks like he has no soul his own mother said that she birthed the spawn of satan all right the beast is what she called him he was into this type of stuff and l ron hubbard credited a lot of his teachings of Dianetics from the book of Thelema and from Alistair Crowley. The founder of Scientology. Is every celebrity not a Scientologist? Like, I, I you know, I, I really don't know when people are really going to get the bucket of cold water thrown on them and actually fucking move. Like, I really don't know. 
I really don't know, but I really, I, I, I just, we, we, we need to be having these conversations because see the wool has been pulled over our eyes for far too long. We've been hypnotized. We've been bamboozled for over 40 years and we're running out of time. We let these entities pick up way too much steam over the last 40 plus years. And now it is out of control. And they are infiltrating themselves into the Marxist society that is going to eventually govern the world underneath a one world government. And you could tell me I sound like a conspiracy theorist all you want to. But all you got to do is turn off the fucking TV and you can go and you can go and look at Sweden being a cashless economy with microchips in them having you know cyborg birthdays okay they consider themselves cyborg not human we could look at china we could look at what's what, what's going on in venezuela we we really i i really don't understand how people just think that if it's not in the u.s it does not affect them nah them days is over them days is real over This is getting out of hand and this is getting out of control. And we need people with some backbone. We need people with backbone to stand up to it and call it out. Okay. Knowledge is, is power. All right. Knowledge is power. When they know that you have the knowledge. All right. They scramble. They don't know what the fuck to do. Look at Bill Gates. He's all on TV scrambling. He don't know what to say out of his mouth. He don't know what to say because he know we on that ass and he know that we know, you know, but that's all I got on this one. Y'all, I told y'all was going to be a heavy one. All right. I'm going to give y'all one more during this week. I'm going to have to get to some YouTube content also by the weekend, but I'm definitely going to give you one more podcast on, 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 uh, the child sex trafficking this week. Um, and, and the normalization of pedophilia. All right. The normalization of pedophilia. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to give you one more. We're going to go three for three on this. All right. And then we're going to probably talk about some of the topics, weather manipulation next week with the floods that are taking place in China and not only now in China, but now in South Korea also. So I love y'all y'all take care and y'all be well. And I love y'all peace.